be light. Father, we thank you, praise you, and exalt you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ, that you are creator God, sustainer God, maker, shaper, and molder. And God, we submit to your Lordship. Speak to your word to us, O God. Sanctify us, convict, convince, if need be convert. Bless these young people. Order their steps. Take them through life. And help them, Lord God, to worship you in the spirit of holiness. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. Giving honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to our co-laborers in the pulpit, to all of our officers, members, and friends, we greet you in that one name that's above every name. And it's right up on the wall that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. I tell people you bow now or you bow later, but you got to bow. Satan going to bow. Can I get a witness? He's king of kings. He's lord of lords. Praise the name of Jim. I want to thank God for our great choir director, Kent. Juan. Amen. Musicians. And all of our young people. Let's give them a hand clap. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. My Bible says, train up, not bring up, bad translation. Train, disciple a child in the way they should go. And when they get old, they will not depart. They may stray, but they're coming back. Can I get a witness? In the name of Jesus. This morning, our text is in Genesis chapter 37. Genesis chapter 37. Hallelujah. My subject this morning is acceptance. Acceptance. Turning our problems into peace. The problem with many of us is that we will not, by faith, accept everything that has come into our lives. Acceptance. Acceptance. In Genesis 37, in verse 3, now Israel, that's Jacob, converted, loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. 
One of the greatest lessons we learn in life, a lesson that will liberate us in our thinking, is to come to a significant point where by faith we accept everything that has happened in our lives as being approved by God. I'm pausing purposely. That life as we know it is really a series of appointments, divine appointments, and not disconnected accidents. People who believe that life is a series of accidents will live haphazardly hoping that another accident happens. And when we understand that behind the scenes of our lives are secrets of a sovereign God who plans out his purposes and determines our pathways that this all-knowing God, this all-wise God is too wise to make a mistake. That when we think of acceptance, I was saying this morning, it's not just accepting the good and the positive, but the good, the bad, and the ugly. The ups, the downs, the ins, the outs, the hots, the colds, the failures, the fruit. When I get to a point of faith in my life to say that my life was not haphazardly put together, but there was behind the scenes a power from a person who planned out a providence for me to live through and by to where I am today. And we could look to Moses who was miraculously placed in a river in bulrushes and by faith Amram and Jochebed, his mother and father just put him in the river because the edict was to kill all children two years and under and by faith they put the baby in the river not knowing where the river was going to take the baby and the God allowed that baby to fall smack dab into the hands of Pharaoh's daughter who raised Moses up in the palace. Y'all not getting this. Or the young teenagers Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego and Daniel who were kidnapped, taken from their families placed in captivity in Babylon, had to learn another language, had to be exposed to other gods which they did not serve. 
were forced, were asked to eat another diet, which they did not do. And ultimately were face to face Daniel in a lion's den. And Daniel refused to give in because he had purposed in his heart that he would not sin against God. And God entered the lion's den and gave the lions lockjaw. So the lions didn't even want to eat Daniel. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who were faced with the premise of being placed in an oven, if they didn't fall down and worship a false god, and you know the story, the three Hebrew boys said, we're not going to do it. Nebuchadnezzar, you're great, and we respect you, but our God is able. And even if God does not deliver us, be it known to you, we will not fall down and worship you. And Nebuchadnezzar in his fury said, throw him in the oven and make it seven times hotter. And who is that God that will deliver you out of my hand? And the Bible says that they threw them in and that the fire was so hot, the men who threw them in burned up. And when they, when they, when they got into the fire, they looked through the oven and saw that the flame was burning. The smoke was smoking, but they were not consumed. And Nebuchadnezzar said, I got a mathematical problem. Did not we throw three in? But behold, I see a fourth one. And it looks like the Son of God. Child of God, when you're going through fire, Jesus will walk with you. When you're going through tough times and tribulations, Somebody said, he's able to pull you out. Can I get a witness? He'll never leave you, nor will he forsake you. He's the all-wise God. He's the all-powerful God. He, he's the all-knowing God. Need I pull up Paul and Silas, who was on their way one way, and God, the Holy Spirit, told them to go another way, and they ran smack dab into Philippi, delivered a girl from divination, satanic possession, and was thrown in the inner prison. And the Bible says when they got in prison, they start singing and praising his name. Somebody knows there's power in praise. When you praise the name of Jesus, something's got to happen. When you lift up the name of Jesus, can I get a witness? Demons start trembling. When you lift up the name of Jesus, things have got to change. I feel like preaching now. When you lift up the name of Jesus, God is able to turn heathen to hell. Can I get a witness? And the Bible says they kept on singing. And sometimes, child of God, God may not come instantly. You got to just keep on singing. He didn't come at 7, 8, or 9 o'clock. He didn't come at 10 or 11 o'clock. But the Bible says, but at midnight, God opened up the prison doors and, and let them out. Can I get a witness? Somebody here knows there's power in the name of Jesus. John and Peter walking past a paralyzed blind man in Acts. The man was begging for money. Peter said, silver and gold have I none. 
but such as I have, in the name of Jesus, get up. And the Bible says the man leaped. How can a paralyzed man who's crippled leap and get strength in his ankle bones? There's power in the name of Jesus. This word acceptance in the Greek comes from an interesting Greek word, dekamei, which is a deliberate, listen to this, ready reception of what is offered. Whatever comes your way when we accept it, not dispute it, not despise it, but when we just accept it by faith, God will turn problems into peace. Do I have a witness? We remember that well-known prayer, that serenity prayer. It says, Lord, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The word serenity means calm. Lord, give me a calm mindset of what has transpired in my life that I cannot change. Give me peace on all my pain. Give me peace on all my problems. Give me peace on all my perversions. And, and, and he says, and then three C's here, give me, give me a calm for the things I cannot change, give me courage for the things I can change, and then give me a new comprehension, wisdom to know the difference. Yeah. Here in Genesis, we are facing a prospect where acceptance is recommended. Because our God mysteriously orders our steps, orchestrates our lives, operates the outcome. Yeah. That's why the psalmist said, we've come this far by faith. Can I get a witness? And child of God, if you look at this place through the eyes of your feelings, you will miss the purposes of God. If you look at this place through the eyes of your fractures, you will miss the perspectives of God. If you look at this place, yeah, through the eyes of your frictions and fears, you will miss the promises of God. I want to suggest this morning that this story and this narrative of Joseph takes 13 chapters from Genesis 37 to Genesis 50. 13 chapters. And Joseph and Daniel are two individuals in the Bible that there's nothing negative said about. 
No sin. Yeah. No mess in their lives. God only has favorable talk when it comes to Daniel and Joseph. Now I need to stop pausing part because if God were to record 13 chapters of my life, I would have numerous sins in every chapter. Can I get a witness? You don't need to look at me and smile, so would you. Can I get a witness? Fact of the matter is, if, if, if God should mark iniquities, the Bible says, who could stand? Can I get a witness? And so, child of God, when we begin to look at the story of Joseph, son, favorite son of Jacob. Jacob became Israel after God wrestled with him all night and left him with a limp. He changed his name. Yeah, Jacob means supplanter, slickster, twister of truth, deceiver. But when God finished wrestling with him, he threw his limp, he threw his hip out of joint. And you know, what, what, that, what that says to me, child of God, is that God's got to wrestle with us to change our lives. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and it's here in this context that I see some appointments that Jacob or Joseph, excuse me, had with God. I want to I just enumerate them real quickly and get out your way. First, we see Joseph's appointment with God's purposes, chapter 37, 1 to 10. And now, let me just go down the page real quick. If you have your Bibles, please follow with me. Because first of all, in verse 3, he was the favorite child of his father. Now, let me stop. Many parents have been accused of playing favorites with their children. Don't get quiet now. I need not ask you, I need to ask your other siblings. They will tell me the truth. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and in most families that involve more than one child, Always, it seems like one of the children thinks that one of the other children gets the benefit of the doubt. Getting quiet on me. I know what you're saying in your seats, not me. I'm fair to all of them. That's coming from you, but I need to ask your children. Can I get a witness? And child of God, he was the favorite of his father in verse 3. Now in Israel, Jacob loved Joseph more than all of his children. Well, how many children do you have? I'm glad you asked. This is, amen. This is called the Brady Bunch of the Old Testament. This is the blended family of blended families. Four women were involved with 12 boys. Are you getting me? The 12 tribes of Israel, beginning with Reuben as the oldest, Simeon, Levi, Na, uh, 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 Dan and a, a whole bunch of others, 12 tribes of Israel. Listen, the two children by Rachel were 
Joseph and Benjamin. And then Leah had about four boys. And then Zilpah and Bilhah, the handmaids, had some boys. What a family. My mommy is not your mommy. My daddy's not your daddy. <laughs> we all, 12 boys and one girl under one roof with four mothers, get this now, and one father. All right. Ooh, this one going to preach. And it's, and it's in this context that he's not only the favorite son of the father, verse 3, but there's friction between the brothers, verse 4. And when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. We not only see the favoritism and the friction, but we see the fantasy in verse 5. And Joseph dreamed a dream. Now, it's bad enough that the father loves Joseph more than all the rest. Now, Joseph has the audacity to dream a dream. And in the dream, verse 5, they hated him yet the more. He is a dreamer. People don't like dreamers. Dreamers are visionaries. Dreaming, dreamers have hope, objectives, goals, aspirations. And you know what I learned? When you're not doing anything, you don't like somebody that's trying to do something. Dreamers. What did he dream? Verse 7. They were binding sheaves. These sheaves are representative of world's resources. Verse 9, uh, he, this dream, he dreams about stars. These stars speak of world's riches or rulers. So he's dreaming about resources and rulers, and the essence of the dream is that Joseph is saying everybody, including Pop, will have to bow to me for resources and bow to me for rulership. Y'all ain't getting this. Yeah. And even Jacob had a problem with the dream. You mean I'm going to bow too? Yes, you're going to bow too. Because Joseph is a type of Jesus Christ. Colossians 1, 16, 18 says, For by him were all things created. Amen. Through him and for him. Thank you, Jesus. So we see, we see this, this matter of purpose, which contextually is a partner of plight. Stop, pause, and park. When there's purpose, when God places a purpose in your life, other people will have plight. 
Let me say that again. Other people will have plight with your purpose. They're not worrying about their purpose. They're speaking out about your purpose. God places purpose in our lives. Jeremiah said, God told Jeremiah, before you were born, before you was in your mother's womb, I knew you. I ordained you. I called you to be a prophet to the nations. Do you know that God had purpose for you, in you, through you, to you, before you were born? People say, well, I'm trying to find my purpose in life. Well, you need to pray. There's already a purpose established. Can I get a witness? And let me, let me tell you the mysterious thing that God does. God has purpose, and yet God will allow you to pursue your own purpose, and the two purposes will converge into his purpose. That sometimes our purposes are his purposes disguised. Lord, have mercy. That we will ultimately reach where he would have us to reach. The second thing we see here is that we see Joseph's appointment with God's preparation. Now turn to chapter 37 real quick. You need to read this when you get home. Chapter, chapter 37 and watch this now. Verse 12. Do you have it? Yeah. And his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. And Israel, verse 13, said unto Joseph, do do not thy brethren feed the flock in Shechem. Go, bring me back a report, how they're doing, what they're doing. And to make a long story short, he goes, amen. And God is, in fact, preparing him, amen. And whenever God prepares us, it's always a partnership with problems. When God prepared Moses, he ran into some problems, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He was on the backside of a desert raising sheep because he was a fugitive from Egypt. Are you getting this? Yeah. That 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 child 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 of God, God's hands makes us Moses. He plots for us, plans in us a direction. And, and, and when you look at the story, verse 14 and on, it, it deals with him coming to his brothers and when they saw him afar off, they plotted to kill him. Look at 19 to 21 of chapter 37. They couldn't even call him by name. They said, here comes the dreamer. You know when folk are angry with you, they can't call you by your name? Always got another name for you. I could preach that all day. Can I get a witness? One day somebody called me a name and I said, is that the best you can do? I've been called, I've been called worse by better. Can I get a witness? That, that see, anger will not allow us to call your name. We always insinuating stuff. Yeah. By the way, come to church the next three Sundays, please. 
I'm doing alliteration of A's now. The day is acceptance. The next three Sundays, I'm preaching on attitudes. Because we got some attitudes. Doc, we got some attitudes. And the reason we got attitudes, amen, is because we don't have no inner tubes. Leave that one alone. Yeah. Look, look at this, child of God. They call him a dreamer. So they, they, they conjure up this plan to strip him of his coat of many colors, dip it in animal's blood, send it back to Jacob, his father, tell him his son just got killed, throw him in a ditch, sell him to the Midianites, the Midianites, and then the Midianites sell him into Egypt. And Joseph accepted all of this. See, Joseph's life epitomizes, listen, going from the pit to the palace. When you go from the pit to the palace, you got to have some problems. Too many of us want to go straight to the palace without a pit stop. I can tell you right now, young people, where you are today is just a pit stop. It's not your last stop. It's not where the Lord's going to leave you. It's just where the Lord is taking you through. Do I have a witness? Whole lot of you sitting out there saying, I don't want to do this the rest of my life. It's just a pit stop. That's not where God's going to leave you, but God's got you there to learn something. God's got you there to observe something. God's got, to, got, got you there to teach you something Can I get, that you're going to need later on when he gets you to the place he wants you to be in. I don't care where the Lord takes me. I don't care where the Lord leads me. Wherever he leads me, I'm taking the name of Jesus with me. Can I get a witness? Well, when did I get the name of Jesus? I'm glad you asked. All the pit stops, the Lord engineered Jesus into my heart. It was him that saved me. It was him that raised me. It was him that helped me. It was him that healed me. Can I get a witness? So when I get to the palace, I got something to tell the king. King, let me introduce you to a man from Galilee named Jesus. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God that leads to salvation. I would love CNN to interview me outside. But Dr. Gordon, uh, who do you give the credit to? Then you'll see me smile. I won't say Norman and Ruth Gordon, who are my great parents. I won't say St. Matthews, who's a great church. I won't say Diane Gordon, who's a great wife. I'm going to say nobody but Jesus. Can I get a witness? Now unto him. Who's able to keep you? And see, I know something about my Lord. The more I brag him up, the more he pulls me up. 
The more I brag him up, the more he pulls me up. Y'all ain't getting this. The more I brag him up, the more he pulls me up. When he pulls you up and you don't brag him up, he's going to put you down. We want to give everybody else credit. Well, I want to thank the Society of Educated Journalists. and I want to thank God for my institution that I learned. I want to thank God for my sorority. and Forget all that. Get all that out your mouth. You ought to just be sitting there waiting. Jesus. 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 How sweet the name Jesus. Every day the same. Jesus, let the earth proclaim. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Look at this. God, 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 we, we see, we see, we see. Lord, have mercy. We see Joseph's appointment with, yeah, preparation. God's preparing him. Can I get a witness? Yeah, you know, you know, you know in, in retrospect, you heard me say this. In retrospect of my life, I am thoroughly convinced when I look back over my life, that the Lord had a plan from the day I was born. And he just kept, look. Can I get a witness? And, and every pit stop was a, was a, was a <laughs> it was a mind blower. Every, every pit stop. Graduated high school in the 60s, going, graduating, trying to get to Temple. Draft, Vietnam going on, bing, military, seven years. How I get up in here, I don't know. Come out, working for the government, ain't thinking about, ain't, wasn't even saved. Lord, have mercy. Doing my thing, partying and running the streets, clubbing and acting the fool. Can I get a witness? And then something Something, 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 some, something, something, something just got in my heart and said, you need to go to Bible study. Something, something then led me to Bible college. So, something, something, something just kept on happening, Bruce. Are you praying with me? And all I know, I just ended up in this place. Can I get a witness? So people that went to South Philadelphia High with me say, he can't be no preacher. <laughs> Can I get a witness? I got a story to tell. Are you praying with me? Same thing with you. You don't even know how you got where you are. Hey, can I get a witness? I know you think you bought yourself here. You didn't bring yourself here. Can I get a witness? Somebody led you where you are. Somebody, somebody was drawing you. Some, somebody was wooing you. Some, somebody was, yeah, somebody was fixing circumstances for you. Can I get a witness? And child of God, child of God, it's not to you except the good, the bad, and the ugly. Can I get a witness? I had to accept my mother's death. 
It was the Lord's will. She's home in glory. Had to accept my brother's death. It was the Lord's will. He's home in glory. I got to accept all the things in my life, whether it's my health or my strength or my lack of strength or my confusion or my lack of peace or my struggles. I got to accept. Paul said, the things that have happened unto me, Philippians 1.12, have fallen out to the featherance of the gospel. Look at this. Hang in there with me. We, we, we see Joseph's appointment with pain. Let me, let me stop, pause, and park on pain. Nobody likes pain. How you handle your pain will determine Paralysis or peace? All right. See, see, and this, this is a doctor of counseling. How do you handle your pain? All of us got pain. Pain from the past. Pain in the present. You're going to have pain in the future. Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. But how do you handle that pain? If you, if you try to, listen, if you try to psych yourself out that no pain exists, you're going to be paralyzed psychologically. If, if you try to blame your pain on somebody else, Lord have mercy, you're going to be all messed up in your mind. Can I get a witness? But if you take that pain, that thing that hurts you, and say, Lord, I didn't like it, I don't like it, but God, I accept it. I'm willing to say to you that since you are an all-wise, all-knowing God, since there are no accidents with you but appointments, I choose to thank you for my pain. And me accepting this pain is a sedative for me to move on to the next step. Kind of got too many of us living in the past. I'm like, well, you know, I was raped at eight. Well, you're 99. Get over it. In the name of Jesus, we got we got to move on. Uh, uh, well, you know, I, I you know my my father beat on my mother. Well, baby, you 75. How long ago was that? You know, we we got to learn to get past the point of our pain. Accept it. I don't like it, but I accept it. Oh, I'm preaching up in this place. Because our pain needs perseverance as a partner. You got to be like that ever ready battery. You got to take a licking and keep on what? Chicken. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. At 17, he, Joseph was in chains of iron, but at, at the age of 110, he'll be in chains of gold. Can I get a witness? Look, look at his pain, his fractures, his fears, his flaws, his future. Look at chapter 39 real quick. Look, look what it says in chapter 39. I want you to see this in verse 2. Here's his favor. And the Lord was what? With Joseph. That's favor. When the Lord is for you, he's more than the world against you. You know when you know when the Lord is for you? When the folk on your job is playing office politics and you refuse to get involved, you just trust in Jesus. 
Can I get a witness? And the Lord can turn their evil into good. The Lord can take their mess into ministry. The Lord can take hurt and make it help. Can't the Lord transform your life? He'll do it every time. And see, God controls every pit stop. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so child of God is here, is here. And the Lord was, yeah, he was with Joseph. He was with Joseph. He was with him from the time his brothers threw him in the pit, sold to the Midianites, sold into Egypt. Can I get a witness? But he needed a perseverance. Can I get a witness? And you and I must persevere through stuff. That means we got to suck it up. You heard me last week. We got to get tough-minded. We, we can't be flimsy and flawed and want to give up and give out and kill. Our, no, you got to suck it up. Here's how you suck it up by faith. And we know that all things are working together for the good. Can I get a witness? Trouble don't last always. Can I get a witness? What's bothering you today won't bother you next week. What's bothering you next week won't bother you the week after that. You got to have a stick to that if my God brought me this far, he's going to take me on home. Can I get a witness? The Lord is good. That's why Moses said, Thou has been our dwelling place. In all generations, before the mountains were brought forth, if we're for everlasting, everlasting, thou art God. He's God. He's God. We, we see, yeah, this man's purposes. We see, yeah, this man's preparation. We see this man's pain. Mm-hmm. And then we see this man's promises. Look at chapter 37, I mean 39, verse 7. Hang in there with me now. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph. Joseph was a good-looking man, and I'm talking about Pharaoh's wife. Now, you don't go in the palace and start messing around. The Bible says... She caught him, and he ripped his clothes trying to run from him. We need to applaud that man. Ain't too many men going to run away and rip their clothes. Some of us might rip our clothes going to her, but we ain't going to rip our clothes going away from her. Can I get a witness? He said, how can I do this thing against God? Can I get a witness? But child of God, here's what I want you to see in this 39th chapter. And I need you to notice this. Yeah, that the Lord always shows up at the nick of time. He can transform your hurts into help, your fractures into faith, your mess in the ministry, can I, your confusion into confidence. Can I get a witness? He can make a closed door open up. Can I get a witness? But, but his pain and perseverance had to be tested. Do I have a witness? And the Bible says that Joseph was a good, righteous man who had all of these appointments 
He knew the promises of God were yea and amen. But finally, brethren, we see Joseph's appointment with God's place. Turn to chapter 50 as we close. Amen. In verse 18 of chapter 50 of Genesis. Come on, get there now, get there now. You should have read this. Chapter 15 and 18, and his brethren also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we be thy servants. Verse 19, and Joseph said unto them, Fear not. Now, watch the question. It's not a statement, it's a question. For am I in the place of God? When you get in a place of God, watch out. You're either this morning in place or out of place. You're in his will or out of his will. But when you get in the place of God, can I get a witness? That's where the blessings are falling. When you get in the place of God, that's where perspectives are seen. When you get in the place of God, that's where power is transferred. He said to his brothers, verse 20, but it's for you. You thought it as evil, but God turned that thing and meant it for good. Can I get a witness? You know, my mother used to teach me, be careful how you go up the ladder because you got to come right back down and face the very people you went up. I'm preaching to somebody. Whatever you do, don't burn your bridges. Remember from whence you came. Because too many of us like crabs in a basket. You ever see a basket full of crabs? They all crawling on each other. And when one finally gets to the top, somebody at the bottom pulls them back down. We so afraid. Somebody going to beat us out of the basket. That we trying to pull each other back down but Joseph said listen to this you meant it for evil but God turned that thing and meant it for good you tried to hurt me but God's going to help me you gossiped against me but God has something good to say about me do I have a witness Child of God, he is just like Jesus Christ. He was the favorite son, the faithful steward, the forgotten servant, the flaw, listen, the favorite statesman, the forgiving saint, the fruitful shade tree. When you understand the life of Joseph, every pit stop led to a place. Can I get a witness? When you understand the story of Joseph, he had an appointment with God's purposes. And this morning, some of you are going around the mulberry tree. You don't understand what's going on in your life, but I can tell you right now, God has something to say about where you are. And God's not going to leave you there. He's going to move you out. And you'll have purposes in another place. Can I get a witness? Then God will start a preparation in you. He'll start wooing you towards him. Can I get a witness? then God would allow a little pain to enter the picture. And pain makes you praise his name.
pain makes you live a life worthy of the Lord. Can I get a witness? And then that pain will lead you to the promises. And the promises of God are yea and amen. Can I get a witness? And once you get to the promises, you'll end up in the place of Almighty God. Can I get a witness? Child of God, I'm telling you, it's no accident. It's an appointment. Can I get a witness? Every morning you wake up, you have an appointment with the Most High God. Every year you have an appointment with the Most High God. Do I have a witness? Every time you take a stand for him, you have an appointment with the Most High God. Can I get a witness? He will shower you with favor. He will give you power. He will give you persuasion. You don't need to play off his politics. Just be still and know that he's God. I dare you to stand on his word. I dare you to believe in his name. I dare you to give him a wave offering. I dare you not to be ashamed of him. I dare you to praise who he is. I dare you to accept your pain, accept your past, accept your present, accept your future. Can I get a witness? I accept my life as being part of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the mountains. Thank you for the valleys. Thank you for the storms you brought me through. If I never had a problem, I never know he could solve them. That's what faith in God will surely do. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, I said through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. I ain't no ways tired. Come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me the road would be easy, but I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. I can take the pain. Can I get a witness? Yeah, any good, any good, any good, he's good. Say yeah, say yeah, say yeah. The Lord is good. Accept it. Listen to the pastor. You want to be free? Accept your failures. Accept your frictions. Accept your fractures. Accept your faults. Accept your down cities. Lord, I accept everything that has transpired in my life to bring me to this place, the place of God. And when you accept 
and not reject, yeah, you become liberated and you'll stop lying to yourself. Can I get a witness? I accept, I accept, I accept, I accept my mother and father, I accept the confusion of my past, I accept the hurts, I accept the pains, I accept the flaws, I accept the failures. Now I'm ready for your favor. Let's stand on our feet this morning. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If you're here this morning and you need to accept Jesus Christ into your life, believe that he died for your sins and buried and rose again, you need to be saved. Raise your hand right now. Just raise your hand. Jesus said, you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed. If you want to be saved, bus ministry, raise your hand right now. You want to give your life to Christ. Raise your hand. I see hands. I see hands. Come on. Put them hands up. Put them hands up. Put them hands up. Put those hands up. Put the hands up. If your hands up, come on up front. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Love it, I love it, I love it. I'm Discipleship classes. Listen to Pastor's message. 
Repeat after me. Lord, I accept the good, the bad, the ugly, the pain, and the prosperous. I accept everything as being from you. Father, in the name of Jesus, release us, strengthen us, help us to come out of denial, help us to face up to that which has hurt us, and we acknowledge it, and we want to move on from the pit stop to the palace. In Jesus' name, amen. You are dismissed. We love you. Have a great day.